As the marketing director here at Master's Choice, I think it's important for people interacting with our brand to understand who we are. We want you to get to know us, because we like us, and we think if you're listening along, you will too. You won't find any super valuable ad content on these episodes, so if that's what you're looking for, come back on Monday. Nah, these episodes are about us and who we are as people, so if you're into that, sit back and enjoy telling our stories on the MC Podcast with Andrew Crabtree. All right, podcast audience, thank you for joining us and sticking through that intro. My name is Andrew Crabtree. I'm going to be hosting uh, Telling Our Stories, Episode 4, with my guest, Melissa Easton from the Accounting Department. Melissa, thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me. Melissa, what is, what's your title here? What do you go by? Um, accounting Manager. Accounting. So you manage the accounting? I do. That sounds so scary to me that it's just it almost like makes my skin crawl. You should be scared. It's like I am like <laughs> numbers to me are like like there's two things in life I'm scared of numbers and snakes and that's it. It's less about numbers and more about organization and time timing I would say. Yeah, organization scares me too. <laughs> it's I'm okay. a creative. It's okay. It's so, okay. Um, so thanks for being on on the show. We're we're doing this segment. Um, I'm not going to ask you anything about corn, so you're off the hook there. <laughs> I don't know anything about corn. <laughs> I don't. You know the numbers and, and, and mm-hmm. prices probably and where they're at in the warehouse, and that's about it? Yes. Okay. That's quantity. About I can tell you the quantity of corns. Well, <laughs> of corns? If I need that information, you'll be the first person <laughs> I talk to. Um, so thanks for being here. Um, so how long have you been at Master's Choice? Um, since late November of 2012, so almost six years. Wow. Yeah. Like it doesn't. That's awesome. Uh, so... Your degrees, your degrees in accounting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so before you worked at Master's Choice, you were accounting. Um, yes, I worked at a bank for a little bit, um, and I also my last accounting job was at for a tech company, okay. multiple tech companies. So that's cool. Um, how has your role changed? So if you if you've been here six years, where did you start six years ago, and as opposed to today? Oh my gosh. It's changed so much. Oh, my goodness. So I pretty much started as um, our, in our direct sales company and slash receptionist. In our teeny tiny old office, I was right where everyone, you know, first entered. So I got to see everybody. And it was really nice because um, I feel like I learned really quickly that way. Yeah. And so I was doing just like a plethora of things in addition to accounting. Um, I managed all of our apparel stuff for a little bit, orders, all the stuff we kept in the office, um, office supply orders and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So um, I guess general office, office management. things, yeah. in addition to all the MCDS, all the, it's not anything what it was yeah, or what it is today then, but right. I, I did both of those things, which I felt like was a really good introduction into ag because I had zero experience yeah, that's cool. <laughs> into that. So, um, so you know, six years later, where do you see yourself six years from now even? Where, where do you think your role goes from here? Oh, my goodness. That's probably the hardest question because I feel like we haven't had consistency, and not in a bad way, though. We're, we are continually um, adjusting and changing and trying to fit the needs of, of today, which is good. But at the same time, it's hard to be like, oh, what do you, where do you think you're going to be in the, I don't you, know. You I don't know, know if you almost have to react to the mm-hmm. circumstances six years yeah. from now. That's I didn't cool. think I'd be here Yeah, like now. So <laughs> it's, it's fun. So I, I like asking that question because 
so many of us have are just so radically different from where we started. Like half the people I asked that mm-hmm. question to started in reception. Yeah. Like literally, like our philosophy has kind of been just like get good people in the door and, you know, slot them where they go after you learn, you know, what they like and let them mm-hmm. give them a chance to experience the business. And then, you know, so many people have almost kind of defined their path, you know, get them in the door and then see where it goes. I don't think I've strayed too far from <laughs> from my like original position as far as accounting. I've just been able to really broaden my knowledge and, good. and that. You that like working here? I do. That's good. Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> No, you know, have I bright like podcast it. lights on studio lights on your face. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so what do you think about your job? You know, and it's gonna I, feel free to say nothing because you work in accounting, and I don't think anything in accounting sounds fun to me. But what do you think the <laughs> What do you think the most fun part of your job is? So it would probably be a mix between dealing with all the companies, since we do have multiple companies. I think the um, problems we come across. And the things we have to deal with, um, it's fun to solve those problems to me. It's fun to figure stuff out and be like, okay. Kind of every day is unique. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. It's, it is fun, you know, I mean, even from like a management role on my side, like there are so many parts of our business or businesses that are so diverse that mm-hmm. there's, it's, it's, it's almost like, it's almost for me, like on the marketing side, it's almost like I'm like at a marketing agency. They're like, I've got like all these different businesses yes. that have to be. And it's such a unique experience because yeah. it's not, I think sometimes people who have multiple businesses, they may be very similar, but we have our setup where you can actually learn very quickly different types of business structures. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, to me that's exciting and I like that and it keeps it, it different. It keeps things fresh. Mm-hmm, exactly. I like that. Um, so... What do you, I'm sorry, scratch that. <laughs> um, what do you appreciate, appreciate most about working here? So like out of all the different, you know, perks of the job, we'll say, what, what do you, what do you think is, what draws you here most? This is probably going to be common, but I think the family feel of everything that you're not just here plugging along, chugging along, you know, and no one cares about what you do or your fulfillment in it or, you know, that sort of a thing. If I'm not, if I'm unhappy about something, I can usually do something about it Mm -hmm. immediately or pretty quickly to make it better or Mm -hmm. make us better as a whole. So I I really appreciate that. And it's easy, I think, along those lines, I think it's easy to feel like your contributions matter. Yes, absolutely. I've never worked in 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 a company larger than this, but... Uh, lots of friends that I've had that have worked at, you know, Fortune 500 companies mm-hmm. have said, you know, like, no one really cares that much what you do because there's so many people doing so many jobs that, like, if you don't do yours, like, very few people are even going to notice. Exactly. But here, you know, the difference between, you know, you mailing it in or doing a, a, a above and beyond type of job is, like, actually moves the needle. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a cool a cool element to it. Um so have you have you got a chance to travel very much? I mean, I know you've been to World Dairy Expo a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that you? I mean, has that been a positive experience getting out on the road and getting to see meat producers? And you know, mm-hmm. you look you're counting. You look at a lot of numbers and a lot of names, mm-hmm. but like being able to like actually put faces to names is that something that's valuable to you? Absolutely, because I think it just makes you a better um, even even if you take it as far as like a customer service sort of a thing in the accounting department. Um, 
it just makes you better knowing those people and knowing their situations. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily enjoy traveling now that I have children, but sure. be, before <laughs> before that, it was fun. It was fun to get out of the office and kind of change up the pace a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I didn't do it enough or anywhere near as much as the sales department sure. does, but it's still enough to to keep a fresh mind on everything and, and see different perspectives, I would say. So give me, so what are some like, give me a story. What's, give, what's, a, <laughs> what's something that's like, just give me some kind of funny little little bit from around the office. Around the office? Or, or whatever, associated with, it doesn't have to be in the office, just associated with the business. Oh, I don't know. We, I mean, we are the biggest grief givers to each other on the face of the planet. That's true. I mean, true. But again, that goes back to the family feel. We don't, well, I don't say we won't hurt people's feelings, but we try not to. Yeah. That's not the point, you know. It's kind of just to give a little jab and, and have fun. People really do, I think, feel around here feel like everybody here is, like, on their team. Like, mm-hmm. more than just work, you know, like, I think that we're all pulling for each other. We all know so much about each other's personal lives. And, right. you know, like, we want their kids to be successful and their mm-hmm. spouses to be successful. And, like, we're all really just pulling for each other in a way that I don't think is, is necessarily common in the mm-hmm. workplace. Well, and even as we've grown, we've kept that because we've actually grown pretty quickly. Yeah. Like one of the funnier stories is whenever I left for maternity leave and I came back and the office had doubled in size practically. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't even gone that long. I think yeah. I was gone like four or five weeks. You took like the shortest maternity leave of anyone that I've ever met, by the way. <laughs> well, with Alvia, I was only gone three weeks. Yeah. That's really yeah. short. Looking back, I probably shouldn't have done that. But I, I mean, with my first one, and I wasn't used to being at home and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and I had, you know, we had daycare all lined up. So fortunately, not everyone has that sort of right. a circumstance. But um, I was able to come back and it, it worked out well, actually. So personal life, uh, you're Southern Illinois native. Yes. Born and raised. Mm-hmm. Um, family. You've got two two little boys? Two little boys. Right now they're two and four. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, we started T ball this year. Ooh. So I'm a baseball mom. <laughs> I'm really bad at it. <laughs> are you the uh, are you the, the loud mom? Oh my goodness. I did not think I would be, but man, when that kid plays in the dirt, I could lose my mind. <laughs> I did not pay for him to play in the dirt. <laughs> so my mom was not loud mom. But yeah. my grandma was loud mom. Oh, I could see that. So, like, my mom was always, like, telling my grandma to shut <laughs> it. Because, like, like if, if they ever, like, pulled me out of the game or, like, mm-hmm. you know, substitution, like, she was like, you put him back in there. He's the best. Like, <laughs> why would you ever take him? Like, yelling at the coaches. Yeah. And if, you know, she, she was Did you ever allowed. get kicked out? No, but she, you could sometimes tell when people had been to a lot of games because they would give her a wide berth <laughs> in the bleachers. So, Aww. but, uh. My grandma was always, when I played football, my grandma was always, uh, she would always try to sit as close to the front row of wherever we were playing as she could. And uh, when I was getting, you know, national anthem or, you know, you're on the sidelines getting ready to go out to start the game, she would sit there and she would do this little grandma wave. <laughs> and the, like this little, this little dainty grandma yeah. wave. And she would do it until I acknowledged her. So, like, if I was, like, too cool, you know, when you're mm-hmm. a junior in high school and you're playing oh, yeah. football, you're like, like, I'm too cool, you know. Like, so I was like trying to do this little like side wave, and like until I fully acknowledged her and gave her a full wave, she would sit there and just just wave her little hand at me. So, Aww. 
That's sweet, or, though, now. I, yeah, my little girl's three, and I'm already pretty jazzed about being a, uh, like a softball dad or yeah. a basketball dad. Like, I'm So it's an intense it. commitment because – so I was not a sports kid. I was a cheerleader and not a very good one <laughs> at that. <laughs> but – I wasn't so. There's a pretty big difference between cheerleading and the rest of the sports, yeah. even though most cheerleaders don't like to admit that. Yeah. But yeah, baseball is a whole nother. Like I don't understand the age get groups. Worse the older I know. He gets to. I don't understand the age groups. I don't really know how to play baseball, so I'm <laughs> just learning along with them. You know that kind of thing. So I've well, got a ways to go. <laughs> it's fun though. Yeah. I I grew up. I mean, like summer was. I played travel baseball. My brother played travel baseball and. Mom and dad were going with, you know, like we would mm-hmm. split up. It was divide and conquer. Oh, yeah. It was like you're playing in Mississippi and you're playing in, you know, Tennessee. So one's going here, yep. one's going there. So it, it was, I wouldn't have had it anyway. Did other you ways. play any other sports besides baseball? Uh, football in high school, uh, basketball in, in junior, high, junior high. But yeah, I was mostly a baseball and football yeah. guy. So it, I think it'll only get funner. I, I'm super interested to see what my kids choose and stick with. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying really hard not to, um, guide them too much and let them choose it but yeah. I, I it's way too cold to be a soccer mom like i just can't <laughs> they, do soccer soccer gets cold it's like they cold play a lot rains. in the fall and <laughs> the early spring um soccer really grown up a lot in southern illinois since i was yes. a kid. like when i was a kid it was really new around here but now, so when did like, you graduate high school 2005 okay so i graduated in 2002 so it's probably about the time that all started because i remember mm-hmm. kids going from carterville to other places in Marion and Carbondale mm-hmm. to play in their leagues because we didn't have anything. Yeah, I mean, now when I was a kid, they didn't everywhere. even have a local soccer league. And then like, yeah. by the time my brother had kind of got into that, he played travel soccer. Um, and I think I think even like last year, the local high school team, the AJ, AJ High School here in town, I think they finished like second in the state of Illinois. Mm. So it's really the That's soccer awesome. thing's really aggressively taken off here. Yeah. Well, I think just as a nation, too, it's yeah. getting a lot more popular, which isn't That's a true. bad thing. No, I, I'm all for it. I like watching it. I've just, big people like me don't usually <laughs> play soccer because they run, that's a lot of running. It is a lot of running. <laughs> it's insane. I love watching the little kids. I, I really hope my daughter plays soccer just for the fact that I really love the, uh, like, the, when they're really little. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of them kicks the ball, and then, like, there's a swarm. Like, all <laughs> yes. the swarm of bees run to the ball. <laughs> And, like, there's no positions. There is no. no structure. It's just, like, there goes the ball and there go all the kids. Yep, they all want the ball. So I think that would be fun, except for the – I'm so competitive that I think that I don't know. I don't know if I could handle that. I know. I didn't realize how competitive I was. Until like, you said the dirt, the thing in the dirt. Like, I, I immediately thought, like, what would I do if Brooklyn, like, reached down and started playing in the dirt? I'm like, you better pay attention because you're playing a sport right now. Your, your focus needs to be singular right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pay attention. Keep yeah. your eye on the ball. Well, here's the thing, too. He was playing in the dirt, and he got hit in the face with the ball. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I laughed, too. Because I, I... You're like, that's what you get. Pay attention, kid. <laughs> yes. I told you to get out of the dirt, please. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, he didn't get hurt. We didn't have to take him to the hospital or anything. It just, you know, it's T-ball. They're, they're ground Learned balls. Learned a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> so did you play T-ball? No. No. I don't think I did. Yeah, I did. I was a very, very, very shy kid. Okay. So I, I didn't. I have a hard time believing that, but okay. <laughs> I like painfully shy, but um, I'm kind of an only child. I have a half sister, but we didn't grow up together. So I was, mm-hmm. a, for all purposes, I was yeah. an only child. So I didn't really have like other influences. I think it would have been Gosh, more comfortable. Me and my brother, we were both so sports addicted that like, 
if the if it wasn't raining, I mean, like even if it was cold, we were outside playing catch or mm-hmm. shooting bass, like something. To, I mean, like we just all the time growing up. We lived yeah. in the country. We had a basketball hoop in the barn. We yep. All the wide open spaces to play baseball. I mean, we played baseball, wiffle ball, basketball, football. I mean, if we weren't playing in Super Nintendo, we were playing <laughs> sports. Oh yeah, that's exactly how my boys are now. Even as young as they yeah. are, they're either well attempting to play. Xbox, or we're outside into everything. So I grew up with, with one brother. Was my only sibling was, was my brother. Um, and having a little girl now who's three, like we're, we start, she started her first, she did her first ever ballet class last night. Well, it's a dance class, and it's she has to have ballet shoes and tap shoes. Aww. So she's three, and they're already teaching her, like, dance. Like, yeah. that was fun for me. Like, like I've, I never saw that kind yeah. of thing. Like, we, it was sports and video games <laughs> all I grew up on. And so now to have this little girl who's, like, super, I mean, she's all girl. So I was worried, you know, coming, and, like, my, my wife has two mm-hmm. brothers, and I have a brother, and, like, none of us growing up with little <laughs> girls, obviously. Yeah. It was, like, uh, I was worried she was going to be a little tomboyish, but she's, like, all girl. She's, like, Aww. on her little tiptoes in her little ballet shoes, and they're teaching her tap, which is hilarious. I bet she loves that, though. Oh, she's obsessed. She, like, comes <laughs> home, and she's like, I want to put my tap shoes on. And I'm like, okay, we got to go to bed. Yeah. But it's it's cool, though. It's fun to it's fun to see the kids take things that they're mm-hmm. interested in. And they get so excited about stuff. And it, it, for me, it makes me, you know, just as excited mm-hmm. to do it. You know, no, see them. I'm more excited to see them do it than I would yes. have ever been for myself. Yes, yeah. exactly. All right, so so back to back to work a little bit. You're, I've, I mean, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> but I've heard you in these parts referred to as like the receipt winch. Lies. <laughs> Lies. So is okay. Be honest with me. Is that the least favorite part of your? So I asked you what the fun part of your job was <laughs> earlier. Is man is like the expense reports and receipts. Is that the least fun? Yes. Like, part away. Like because that's my no, least favorite part of your job too. Everybody hates it. I don't. I feel like people think like I'm like yes, expense reports, my favorite thing ever. I, in my mind, when I envision you up in your like accounting tower, I think of you think in like. <laughs> In your ivory accounting tower, singing like, "Oh, I caught Crabtree without a receipt again!" Like rubbing your hands and like, no. <laughs> I'm usually like, "This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous." Okay. For, if you for could... the podcast audience, we're on camera here. Look right into the camera. Am I the worst at getting at, at, at receipts? Uh, there is no comparison. You are the absolute worst. <laughs> Okay, so if I if take me out of the equation, everyone's there, pretty good. Just not me. Just not you. I was on a streak where I had like four months in a row that I was on time. I know you were like. Ugh. And then last month it kind of fell <laughs> off a cliff, but. What happened? I got busy. Okay, well everyone else is busy too. I, yeah. <laughs> I have no excuse. I'm sorry. I apologize. I will take this. What? Apolo- this opportunity on. YouTube and on the mm-hmm. podcast, as my witness, I apologize to you for my month of May expense report. Apology accepted. All right. Now that we've got that out of the way, <laughs> that, I mean, seriously, that's my least favorite part of your job, too. You also turn in, like, receipts that have nothing on them, but, like, pizza crust or <laughs> pocket lint. <laughs> like, so when I get your stuff, I'm always like, okay, what do we got today? Oh, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> I either have, so I have like all these like gas station and food receipts that mm-hmm. I keep in a clip. And so it's like there's a clip on the outside of my wallet that's magnetic. 
<laughs> and so it like forces all those receipts down. And like I just fold them all up and put them all together. And apparently, apparently people are real cheap about printing receipts. <laughs> I don't know if you like yes the, the ink yes. that they print receipts on in the paper is well, horrible. Or if they're the heat kind where it's not even like it's some kind of reaction. Uh-huh. It's not really ink. Those things go away like that. Like, yeah. So like about... by the time I actually turn in expense reports, I'm like. I can't read any of this. <laughs> Here's you a piece can't. of paper. Here's a piece of paper that I got for something on this list. <laughs> so it's either it's either those exp- so it's like the ones that you can't even read or everything else that I spend is on Amazon. You have hope though. That's good. Because Scott Harris was the utter worst at one time and he's the best. I was on track to be like one of those comeback mm-hmm. stories and mm-hmm. then and then last month really kind of did me in, but I was I had like I think it was 4 months that I was on time. So I'm going to give you this year. Okay. She has a lot going on. After I get moved back, <laughs> I'm just ne- going to like every time I go sp- spend money and get a receipt, I'm just going to go take it to your desk. Or take a picture of it and send it to me because that lasts longer. I could do that. Either one will work, though. I could do that. All right. So now that we've got the account, <laughs> the counting and the receipts. Uh, it's on record. It's, you know, I, I really do. I like having you. And I'm going to have, I'll probably have Chastity on to like an Alex. Like the accounting it's, it's so important to business, you know, like, I mean, we couldn't do, we couldn't go out and, you know, be budgeted and, and have, you know, all this fancy camera equipment <laughs> around here and, and all of the salespeople that are tracking expenses for, for travel and hotels. And, um, but it's, I feel like it's no offense. It's not a very glamorous no. position. And so all of this content that we make on YouTube, you know, like there's never been an accounting episode. I think we did do one mm-hmm. MC podcast with you guys in it, accounting in the new year. Yeah. Well, and it's so much more than just, it's so, so much more than just expense reports yeah. and, and the stuff you see us do mm-hmm. and we interact with you on. It's, we do so much more than that. So it, at times when people um, can only see bits and pieces of it, it can be kind of frustrating. But I mean, no one's ever, I don't think. To my face has been disrespectful. <laughs> I can tell you they have been mind your back. No, I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh. Um, so I appreciate what you do. And I think one of the things I'm most excited about with this kind of new podcast segment is that since we're not talking about corn or agriculture, mm-hmm. I can get everybody on that wouldn't necessarily naturally fit onto the yeah. YouTube channel or the MC podcast, you know, in terms of the ag episodes. So it's really important for me for, I mean, like you're such an important part of what we do here. So just for our audience and the people that consume our content to be able to, to know Melissa, who, who's never been on the YouTube channel, but is just as important to what we do here as the, (laughs) as the guys that are on camera. So with that said, I've got one last thing here before, before we quit. Okay. So we've had a conversation up till now. This is this is where we're gonna put we're gonna turn the lights up. We're gonna really t- put the heat on now. You might want to take a drink. Uh-oh. Uh oh. This is called lightning round. Ooh, exciting. So these are first thing that comes to your head. Just okay. shortest shortest answer. Just answer it and move on. All right. Okay. So no time to think. Just. Okay. All right. I keep hitting the mic. Aaron's gonna be mad at me. It's gonna be like. <laughs> That's not nice. I'm sorry, Aaron. Sorry, podcast audience. I'm sure that was annoying. All right, lightning round with Melissa Easton, accounting, accounting manager. Yes. Okay. Starting now. Okay, go. What's your favorite type of music? I don't have a favorite type of music. You're off to a really bad start. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be a great question for you. What's your favorite band? Ava Brothers. Okay, so you. Okay. <laughs> but I like other types of music too, but they're okay. my favorite. <laughs> Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Buy or lease? <laughs> 
depends on what it is. <laughs> First one, if if I like what what immediate reaction by release. Well, what is it? It's a philosophy. No, it's not. It depends on what it is. We'll say okay. House. Bye. Car. Bye. Okay. That's you're you're by then. Yeah, but there's all kinds of stuff you can lease. Sure. All right. Commercial space. Lease. All right. <laughs> favorite sports team? Do you even do you have a favorite sport? Your favorite your son's t-ball team. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our son's team all team. Um, what kind of car do you drive? Um, it depends on the day. We have uh, they're fancy. Both, they're not. What, what car did you drive today? I drove the three twenty eight i the BMW. Nice. We have two. So, what kind of car would you drive if you had a million dollars? That's so hard. I I really like the cute little. Range Rover SUVs, yeah, but they don't have enough space, so we didn't like the Evoke. I think that's what they're called. I don't know their names. I'm not yeah. rich enough to even look. Not at the Range Rover, but the little one. Mm-hmm. They're so expensive. They're very expensive. <laughs> You'd need a million dollars. But um, um, Rolls Royce just came out with an SUV, so if you had a million dollars. Yeah, maybe one of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your favorite TV show? I don't watch TV. You don't watch TV. I have kids. We watch BJ Masks, uh, <laughs> Puppy Pals. Uh, dude, I've watched so much BJ Masks. I'm so <laughs> I can't tell you how tired I am of BJ Masks. We're real big. Uh, you're about to hear how bad of a parent I am. Twitch is big at our house. Yeah, because Twitch is big everywhere right now. Because we let our oldest play Fortnite. Mm-hmm. So he like he can't talk to anyone, but Eric. My husband plays with him. Yeah. And so it's very controlled. I feel like I feel very defensive about this because people don't like video games and sure. little kids. Um, but we, we watch a lot of <laughs> other people playing yeah. video games. That's what games. Twitch is for. It's so. a big deal. I wouldn't mm-hmm. feel embarrassed about that. Twitch is blowing it's, up. It's a big deal. It is. All right. Back to lightning round. Sorry. No, you're good. I'm not very good at this. <laughs> favorite movie? Uh, probably What Dreams May Come, the Robin Williams movie. Uh, favorite book? Oh, um... I would say The Giver. I like that that book. All right. I asked you your favorite TV show, so you may not even have an answer for this question, but Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon? I'm too cheap to pay for any of those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so none of those, actually. All right. If you were going to go see a movie, would you rather see it in the theater or on your couch? On my couch. All right. Uh, who is the one person in your life that's influenced who you are today the most? Probably. I don't. One's hard. I would say definitely my parents. Yeah. I'll take parents a as a collective. Yeah. All right. And who's the one person you wish you were more like? Ooh, my mom. Yeah? Yeah, she was pretty amazing. That's awesome. That concludes lightning round. Ooh, that and wasn't bad. Yeah, you did. It wasn't, I was terrible it about the short answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, though. It's all interesting. It's, I can't do short answers. I, I like how you didn't have a favorite sports team. And you didn't have a favorite TV show. I'm like, those are the ones that everybody immediately, like, Oh, those are the ones that people just spit out. Well, okay, that probably goes back to not having been involved in sports, so I don't really watch it. Sure. That's fair. And as my kids get older, I'll probably be more inclined to, like, their sports teams or right. whatever they do or, you know, that kind of thing. Fair enough. Well, that wraps up our time together on Telling Our Stories. Gosh. This has been episode four with Melissa Easton. Thanks for being there and doing this. This is fun. This was really fun. It was good. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to. I just I think it's so and it's a cool idea. I think just to see people you know that aren't normally in our content, mm-hmm. like just give them a voice because they're so everyone here is important. Like we couldn't we couldn't pull off what we do mm-hmm. here without 
without a team. So we have a very interesting, interesting group of people we too. Do. We're very different, but we're very we work well together. We and we have fun. Mm-hmm. We have lots There's of fun. A lot of camaraderie, lots of fun. So I think that just it's important to show people that. Yeah. And, and for I think it's important for businesses and corporations to have part of their brand to be personality. Mm-hmm. People take themselves way too seriously, and I, I definitely don't. And as the guy that influences our brand identity, <laughs> so I don't want us to take our take ourselves too seriously either. Well, good. So thank you for being here, podcast audience. Thank you so much for listening to this. If you, if you just can't get enough of Master's Choice content, if you liked this conversation with Melissa Eason so much that you're just like, man, I really need to catch more of those Master's Choice guys, head over to... Uh, our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash master's choice. We post twice a week. We try to put a good blend of ag education and kind of this entertainment and personality that we were just talking about in there. So head over to YouTube, check that out. Uh, I've been Andrew Crabtree. She has been Melissa Easton. Thank you for joining us and uh, come back next week for Mark Kirk hosting actually agricultural relevant content. And uh, we'll see you then. So Thank you so much.